Hey, welcome to the Coffee and Creative Leadership Podcast, a weekly reflection on creative leadership and team culture development. I'm your host, Nikki Lucas, and for the next five to 10 minutes, my goal is to share a leadership concept and prompt that will inspire you to become a more intentional leader this week. So let's jump into the episode. Welcome everyone. This is episode 18 of the Coffee and Creative Leadership Podcast. Thanks for joining me again as we dig into another topic. Well, for this week's leadership concept and prompt, we're going to be talking about learning and development, what it consists of, and why we should be making it a priority in our organizations and teams. To get us started, I'm going to define what I mean by learning and development. It is a systematic process to enhance an employee's skills, knowledge, and competency, which creates better performance in a workplace setting. Now, there are two sides to this better performance. The first is from a more tactical, hard skills side of things uh, that helps people to do their tasks or job better. And the second is from a more relational, soft skills side of things to help people cultivate better communication and leadership skills, as well as form healthy attitudes that help them perform better at work and in life. Now, if learning and development can help people be better at work and in life, why don't we see more of it happening in our workplaces? Or maybe it's better to ask, why hadn't we seen more of it happening in our workplaces prior to COVID? Now, I rephrase the question because since COVID, we're actually seeing learning and development become more of a thing in organizations. But why is this? Well, it's because, I'm sure you've heard of it, people are leaving their jobs at record numbers, and we're calling this pattern the Great Resignation. So in 2021, more than 47 million people voluntarily resigned or quit their jobs. And back in February of 2022, the U.S. Department of Labor reported nearly 4.4 million additional voluntary quits. Now, there's a lot of articles out there that say toxic company culture is the top reason that's fueling the Great Resignation. Essentially, people were tired of dealing with discrimination, harassment, verbal abuse, and bad work-life boundaries, among other things, so they quit, and that makes sense. However, another leading reason people are quitting, one that's really not talked about a lot, has to do with the desire to just switch jobs, just as many people are leaving because they're changing their career goals. Now, it's not surprising to me that this shift came during a global pandemic. I think it has to do with the fact that during that time, people had more time than ever to think about their wants and needs with regards to their life, but also their careers. So we can think about it this way. People had more time and flexibility with being able to work remotely. Others were able to enjoy more time with their families. And many others had time and flexibility to consider their gifts and their skills. Now, because people had the ability to step back and consider these things and actually experience them, people realize that they may have been settling for a toxic environment or settling for a career that just paid the bills. And so now, many people feel it's time to do something that fits better. You know, when we're younger, we spend the majority of our lives in school. And when we're older, we spend the majority of our lives working. Uh, Shouldn't we spend it doing something we're good at and something we enjoy? I think people are catching on to this. Now, personally, I believe this is the biggest reason people have left their jobs. They're trying to reposition themselves in the workplace, which is why I believe we should see what's happening as more of a great repositioning. So while some people left to launch small businesses, to turn side hustles into full-time jobs, to find better pay, and to look for opportunities for advancement, all of them have to do with repositioning themselves to achieve their goals. 
So what does this mean for leaders of organizations and teams? Well, it means that we have an opportunity and a responsibility in front of us to prioritize two things when it comes to the people we lead and manage. The first priority is to invest in learning and development to foster internal mobility. Invest in learning and development to foster internal mobility. So according to the 2022 LinkedIn Workplace Learning Report, uh, it said that employees who feel that their skills are not being put to good use in their current jobs are 10 times more likely to be looking for a new job than those who feel like their skills are being put to good use. And that makes sense to me. Here are a few more uh, important statistics that came from that same report. Uh, the first was that 79% of learning and development professionals agree that it's less expensive to reskill our current employee than it is to hire a new one. That makes sense to me again. It, it takes less time and less money. Uh, the second is that 54% of learning and development professionals agree that internal mobility has become a higher priority at their organization since COVID. Now, I'm a little surprised that that number isn't higher. It's still good, but I would hope to be higher. And then the third is cultivating a culture of internal mobility means giving employees access to on-the-job learning opportunities, such as mentorships, gigs, shadowing, and new jobs. And the benefits are increasingly obvious retention, engagement, and agility, as well as reduced costs and hiring time. Companies that excel at internal uh, mobility are able to retain employees for an average of 5.4 years. That's nearly two times as long as companies that struggle with it, where the average retention span is 2.9 years. And then the last takeaway from this report was foster internal mobility by starting with an honest conversation. Now, when was the last time you had an honest conversation with one of your direct reports? How many of you have asked your people where they are right now and where they'd hope to see themselves in the future in order to find out where their heart and mind is and to see how it might align or fit inside of your organization? Now, some leaders may answer that question with never, or they might answer it with not for a long time. And the reason behind their answers might be because some leaders are afraid of what they might find out. And then they might be afraid to actually have to do something with it, which could be a lot of work. Or even worse for some leaders is that they might not be able to do anything about it, which could create this dynamic between the leader and organization and direct report that goes a little something like this. So the leader or the organization might hear that person out, hear the employee out, and then they might say, well, we're not sure we can find a place for your vision. To which the employee might respond, well, then maybe I should go somewhere that does. Now, there's some real reality there because that could happen. But chances are it will happen at some point. Whether you bring up the conversation or not, eventually people will want more. And if they're not getting it from you as their leader or from the current larger organization they work for, they will go somewhere else to find it. But here's the benefit of asking the question and hearing what they have to say. It starts by communicating to them that while you can't always promise them a change in that direction the very next day or week or month, etc., you can start a conversation that allows both of you to know how they want to grow and where the future could go. Part of internal mobility has to do with your people growing and learning new skills. 
And so the same LinkedIn report stated that the top three motivations to learn are all connected to people's careers. First, they want to learn if it helps them stay up to date in their field. The second reason why they want to learn is if it's personalized specifically for their interests and career goals. And the third reason they're motivated to learn is to help them get another job either internally to be promoted or to get closer to reaching their career goals. So as leaders and managers, here's a question. Are we focused on recommending learning opportunities for our direct reports to help them grow their careers, or are we too focused on their day-to-day tasks? If our direct reports aren't learning and developing, they will find it more difficult to change roles internally than they will getting a new role outside of our organizations. That's just the way it works out. So again, if they can't grow, then they'll just go. The second priority is this. Don't force people to stay if they're not thriving. Now this is a hard one, one that I'm still trying to learn the nuances of. It's a very nuanced thing because on one hand, you don't want to lose good people, right? So obviously you want to encourage them to stay and to try uh, to work with them to find better opportunities within your organization and team for them. However, on the other hand, sometimes people's vision of what they want next might not fit where you currently are or where you're going as an organization. And so some people have such a niche idea in mind of what they want to do next that they might not actually be open to the good opportunities that you do have for them. And then additionally, on the third hand, see, we're we're getting really nuanced here, some people aren't even sure what they want or what they need next. All they know is that they aren't thriving where they currently are. And that's an even tougher position to be in. When either of these situations present themselves, the best thing to do is to work in collaboration with the individual to either try to reshape their current position or to try to give them an opportunity to take on a new project that gives them opportunities to do one or a few of the things that they have on their heart and mind or to support them as they explore new opportunities outside your organization while they're still working for yours. Now you're hearing that you might be thinking, really? The truth is this, your support of them as they explore other opportunities will either result in them leaving your organization and repositioning themselves in a role that fits better with their career and life goals or it will result in them choosing to stay where they are because of your support and willingness to help them grow. Sometimes people need to see that the grass might not be greener on the other side. And sometimes they need to see if it is. And if it is, then you have to let people go so they can thrive. So with this in mind, here is your prompt for this week. Try having an honest conversation with the people on your team during a one-on-one to see how they're doing in their current role. Ask them where their heart and mind is in terms of their career satisfaction and goals. Listen and ask good questions to gain understanding because as leaders of people who have dreams and goals, we should care about those things and step into how we might be able to help them succeed. Now here's a bonus prompt for you. If you'd like to talk to me more about this concept, If you are someone who is currently wanting to grow in your skills and advance your career, maybe along the lines of leadership development and managing people, I would love to help you grow. Leaders are learners, and I would love to share with you what I've learned over the years about leading, managing, and developing people. So if you're interested in what that might look like, you can go to my website at NicoleLucas.me, 
That's N-I-C-O-L-E-L-U-C-A-S dot M-E. And there you'll find my coaching services page and a place to sign up for a free consulting call so that we can chat and explore the next best step for your life, leadership, and career. Well, I hope the concept of learning and development has been helpful for you to reflect on. That's all I have for you this week. Thanks for joining me. Listen next Monday for a new episode. Until then, you can check out NicoleLucas.me for more leadership resources and insights. You can also email me your leadership questions or thoughts at cclpodcast at NicoleLucas.me. Lastly, please review, subscribe, and tell your friends. Go be awesome.